Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome everyone to the All In Podcast Show. Today I'm excited to introduce you to Stephen Lewis. Um, I appreciate you being here, Stephen. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks for having me, Daniel. All right, so let's uh, let's jump right into the nitty gritty here. You know, tell me Done. a little bit about your upbringing. I like to throw a wrench into things right away. So, <laughs> sure. Um, well, I grew up in Hong Kong, which was a okay. great place to grow up in the late '70s through the '80s. I went mm -hmm. to school there, and then um, I went to university in the UK. But I went back to Hong Kong, which I, in a way, still consider to be home. Uh, I got my first job in Hong Kong. I started my first business in Hong Kong, which was. Um, what we would now call a web development agency in 1994, which was um, a really stupid time to have a web development agency because every meeting would be, so what's a website? Like if you could get a meeting, it was half an hour on what is a website. And then they would say, you know what? We've got a yellow pages ad. We're pretty happy. But uh, while you're here, what's email? Um, so that was what the internet was like in 1994. So I went from there into journalism and that, that was fantastic. So really everything I've done since then has been about writing either as a journalist or um, as, a, as a copywriter. Um, but I moved to Australia in um, 2002, which was beyond my upbringing. By, by that stage, Daniel, I was 30. So that's my, that's my history in a nutshell. Right. Okay, awesome. So... Um, so it's interesting you're know, sharing like 1994. I kind of remember, you know, uh, what that was like back then when it came to a website. So education process, you know, was probably pretty much non-existent on trying to explain why people needed it. Right? That was the business I should have been in. And that's a mistake I went on to make later when I started a social media agency in 2004, which was <laughs> two years before Twitter existed. Right. Right. Um, and then that was all about telling people what is a blog, what is a wiki, what is a podcast. So um, I'm so early, Daniel. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the guy you don't hear about who didn't make a billion dollars by realizing <laughs> right. early what was coming. Right. If we could just keep keep pushing through, then you, you know to to uh, to be the early adopter, but you know then actually you know skyrocket because now you have this massive list of people that you've been trying to educate, right? And now they understand. I'm all over jetpacks. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, you went from, you, you, you obviously, once you moved to Australia, you tried these, you know, these different ventures, right? And you've gone down this path. What was like the first thing that you knew you actually weren't that early, like you were actually onto something? I think ironically, copywriting is one of those, copywriting doesn't change because mm -hmm. I mean, along the way, for instance, I did some PR and, and in PR round about the, you know, 2004, people were running courses on how to do PR for social media, for bloggers. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that um, PR, good PR people could just do it anyway, because it's not different to do PR for a blogger than it is to do it for a journalist. And copywriting similarly is one of those things that hasn't changed at all ever. Human psychology hasn't changed. 
the media hasn't really changed in terms of its human to human fundamentals. So you hear an awful lot of rubbish. So actually copywriting makes me really comfortable. And I've actually thought about writing a book called something along the lines of everything is still the same. And it mm. is still the same. Uh, so copywriting has been fantastic in that regard because I'm completely comfortable that it has never changed and it will never change. So mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm, I'm not ahead of any curves. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a, uh, that's one constant there then. Yeah. So from the, um, from the perspective of, uh, you know, as you started down that path of writing copy, right. Is there a specific industry that you've gravitated more towards than another? There isn't. And I know there's a tremendous argument for niching, but the problem for me with niching is that I worry that if I did nothing but write websites for dentists, I would get quite bored. Right. Um, and also you bring things from one area to another area. Um, and the conversations I'm having with clients are, are always, oh, that's similar to this. Or, And I think if you niche too much and then you wear a groove, eventually you can't see over the edges of the groove and, and that's worrying. So we specialize in conversion, which is copywriting mm -hmm. for websites. So we do websites and landing pages. So in terms of specialization, it's in making copywriting work online. Okay. And with a, with a focus though of, of conversion. It's, it's all about conversion. I mean, that's right. the, you know, with copy, with copywriting, a lot of people don't understand the difference between content writing and copywriting. So a lot of people will say, "I'm a content writer and a copywriter," which you which you might be, um, but content writing is about educating, informing, and entertaining. So hmm. often it's blog posts. Copywriters have to entertain and inform, but they also have to get you to do something. So if the goal of what you're writing is to get somebody, in my case, to buy, click download, inquire, pick up the phone, that's copywriting, which is harder than content writing. As a journalist, for instance, if I got you to read my article, my job was done. I had entertained you, I'd informed you, you'd read to the end, I, you didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. As a copywriter, if you don't pick up the phone and call my client, then I haven't, I haven't done my job. So all copywriting is about conversion because it's about getting that response. But most websites, the bar is set incredibly low because they're not even doing the basic things to right. get people to pick up the phone, the, just the basics. Okay. All right. And then from the perspective of, as you clarified this industry that you decided, like you're putting your flag in the ground of like, you know, copywriting is it. And I'm going to focus in on helping convert um, and go down that path. Uh, and you were building, you know, this business, have there ever been any, you know, uh, significant challenges or setbacks, right? on your journey? I, I think an ongoing setback with copywriting is that people don't understand why it's a bigger investment than a couple of hundred bucks. Right. I think because there are so many people out there who call themselves copywriters, because there's no barrier to entry, right? You, you, you've got a laptop, um, you've got a cafe you can work in, your English teacher said you were nifty with a sentence, so you know now you're a copywriter. And those people aren't very expensive. Um, and so people go, but the, the last guy who wrote my website charged me like, you know, $12.50. Why are you telling me it's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars to write my website? So an ongoing challenge is education, which is, has always been part of my problem, right? But even if, you, <laughs> right. even if you've jumped into an industry that hasn't changed in 150 plus years, right? Mm -hmm. 
people still don't understand what copywriting is. I think when Web 2.0, as we used to call it, came along, mm -hmm. people were told, if you write a blog, people will find you. It'll be amazing. Google loves a blog. You'll show up in the rankings. Everything will be sweet. Now people understand they've got to buy traffic to their website. Like they're going to advertise on Facebook and Google. They, they get that. They want organic. But even if you want to rank organically, you've got to pay someone to do your SEO probably. So, you know, you are spending money on the traffic. The challenge is an incredible number of people, even serious businesses, don't understand that that traffic then needs to read something that converts. It's you've got them to your website. You know, it's like paying a tour operator to bring a busload of tourists to your souvenir shop. And then your souvenirs are rubbish. And you're like, oh, this isn't working. I, I must get another busload of tourists or a different tour operator. It, it, so that is, that is a continuing challenge and working out how to be convincing on that topic, I would say, has been the big challenge and is the ongoing challenge. Right. So it's interesting, you know, that you shared that. It was like, you know, the, the, again, it takes it back to that education piece of, you know, even an industry that you're sure about, right? There's still this battle of educating people on why, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's like, to me, when I see it, like you could see the difference between an A-list copywriter and, you know, somebody that's just starting out, right? Um, and it's no different than the difference between, you know, say a Lamborghini and a Fiat, right? You know, it's just like, <laughs> there's a reason why it costs more, right? That's right. <laughs> it, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that's good. So from the, uh, the angle of, you know, now that you've, you're aware of that challenge, right? So um, what, would, what would be something that you would share with someone, right, that's listening to this today that's, you know, they know they're struggling with conversion, right? They know that they're, they're you know, they have this pain point, right? What would be the, like one thing you would want to share with them to say, you know, how they could actually take the next step? A unique mechanism. Like that's... Mm -hmm. That's a copywriting technique, right? Mm -hmm. So in our case, for instance, if, if somebody's talking to me about copywriting, I explain to them exactly all of our process, how we go through it, what we do, what is the value to the client at each stage. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, I wouldn't have done that. I've just said, I'll write your website and I'll do all the things that are necessary to make that convincing, um, your, your website convincing. And people go, oh, you know, more, that sounds too expensive. I can't see the value in it. However, when you say, I've got a seven-step process and let me walk you through each step, people understand the value. Like I wrote a website recently for um, a woman who writes LinkedIn profiles and she has an incredible process, but that wasn't on her website. So when she said to people, it's going to cost you $2,000 for me to write your LinkedIn profile, they went, that's ridiculous. I can find someone in the Philippines who'll do it for $200 or, or less. Right. But on her website now, you are reading in great detail all the many things that she does. So I didn't change what she does, but I shaped it clearly into what is a valuable process. So develop a unique mechanism. That would be my number one tip. Okay, perfect. And, and then from the uh, perspective of looking at how someone because i know this is a major pain point right i have a friend of mine's copywriter we talk every week right and we talk about the pains and problems in different industries just you know so so uh, you know helping people identify that unique mechanism obviously is the the number one thing here to focus on but what would you say to the person that's struggling with you know like you just shared this earlier and i'm just wondering what the thought is here like around this like you got the person that realizes that 
you know, it should cost a reasonable amount, right, to hire someone like yourself, right? And then you got the person that wants to hire somebody overseas that, you know, that may not, you know, be able to produce the same level of result, but in their mind, they feel like they got it done. It's kind of the difference between like, oh, I got a website done for 50 bucks versus, you know, a full-blown soup to nuts, functional, you know, design is spot on, branding spot on, like it's obviously going to cost more for that type of stuff. So what would you say, like, you know, to that person that's in that place that I, I know I need this, right? I know I need to hire an A-level, you know, an a, not, you know, not just a better copywriter to help me with this, right? What would be a process that you would share with them on, on, you know, just I'm wondering what that process would be. Like, what would you take someone through if someone was to actually hire you, right? Or, you know, someone on your team. So what would I take, what would I tell a client our mechanism yeah. is? Yeah. The, the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize, and it, is, is how much copywriting is research. Like if you, if, if you think about, you know, the, the classic iceberg, probably less than the bit above the surface is the writing. So people focus on the writer part of it. Right. So they think I need that person whose English teacher said she knew where the apostrophes go. And, right. you know, that's what I need. That's what good, that's what good writing is. Right. Um, and, and the reality is you need to understand the client's business. What mm -hmm. do they sell what do they think they sell because peter drucker has a great quotation which is that most companies don't know what they sell so they think they sell running shoes but what they sell is weight loss feeling like usain bolt mm -hmm. the sense of freedom you have when you lace up your trainers in the morning um you know they're not selling the shoes right nike doesn't sell shoes because if you were just buying shoes there are cheaper and equally good people to buy shoes from Right. So you have to work out what does the client think they're selling and what does they think makes them different and what do they think their competition does well and what do they think their competition does badly. And then you, the copywriter, need to go and look yourself at those things. So we interview the clients of our clients. We look at our competitor websites. Um, we go online and see, well, how are people talking about running shoes? You know, what, what is coming across? And then we go back to the client and we say, look, this is what you told us. This is what we found out for ourselves. And this is how we recommend that you position yourself. So all of that happens before we've done any tippity tapping on, on the keyboard to you know, write a headline. Hmm. And I think when you start saying that to clients, they start, you know, a lot of them have said to me, oh, you know, do you know what? I called three people from the internet and you're the first person who's actually said that you're gonna do any research <laughs> or you're the first person who's actually asked me any questions about what I'm trying to achieve or where I'm at, because generally copywriters, people who advertise themselves as copywriters will tell you how much it will cost. And that's the beginning and the end of the conversation. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like how you tied that together. It's like, you know, your unique mechanism is taking someone through, here's our step-by-step -step process to help you achieve this. Right. Um, and we're helping you do the same, right? You know, That's so right. And I typically, because somebody might be listening to this and saying that doesn't sound very unique. I'm sure every copywriter does research and levels right. of research. And unique is an abused word, as in, right. you know, unique selling proposition. The unique part is abused. Right. It's what makes you different. And what makes us different is that we articulate that. Right. And, and we've developed it into a package. Because the other thing about copywriting is you can always do more. Like if you were writing a website for a yoga studio, you should spend seven days 
in that yoga studio? Who comes? Who goes? How do they look when they arrive? How do they look when they leave? What do they say? What do they talk about in the cafe downstairs? Then you should go and spend seven days in each of their competitors. Who mm -hmm. comes? Who goes? What are the busy days? You know, what are they dressed like? What sort of car do they arrive in? There's always more. So when I'm training copywriters, I have to explain to them, there's always more that you can do, but you also have to do what is possible within the client's budget. So, right. you know, it, that's important. So in terms of, you know, uniqueness and difference, we're different because we articulate it and we're different because we have put it into a package right. that works for most clients. And, and that is something else that I would say to people. If you're trying to convince people of something, have a package, it makes it much easier for people to buy. Right. That's great. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, um, how do people find out more about you? Uh, we're at Taylist. So the business is called Taylist. So there are five of us. Um, and Taylist is T-A-L-E-I-S-T dot agency. So Taylist dot agency. And there's a lot about us there and, okay. uh, and free downloads on how to improve your own website. Perfect. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to be here today, Stephen, and, and uh, you know, sharing your message and what you're doing in the world and, and uh, you know, becoming early adopter over and over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.